Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Bring up the Zamboni! It's time for Curbside with the voice of the blues, Chris Kerber. Brought to you by Scott Lee Heating Company, a proud Mitsubishi electric elite contractor. It's a fast line on 101 ESPN with Jamie Rivers. I'm Anthony Stolzer. Let's head to our 101 ESPN celebrity line. We're joined by the voice of the Blues, Chris Kerber, right here on your home of the Blues, 101 ESPN. Kerbs, what's up, man? Anthony, how are you? Oh, not great thus far. I'm a little frustrated by our Blues, Kerbs. Um, uh, don't let it frustrate you too much. It's early. Yeah, Anthony. No, I'm frustrated, guys. <laughs> and I want to be frustrated because I believe this is a playoff team, Kerbs. But thus far... Hey, let's wait. We haven't seen it. <laughs> let, all right, let me let, let's let's flip the script, and I'll do a little interviewing for a moment. How's Please, that? Let's do go. it. Here we go. All, all right. right, okay, all right, Anthony. Well, we want to welcome everybody back into the program. <laughs> Joining us on the celebrity line, uh, Anthony Stalter, uh, covering the St. Louis Blues. Yeah. Anthony, what were your real expectations for the first ten games of the year? Well, Curbs, I thought that uh, coming into the year that they were a playoff team. I thought we'd see more consistency thus far. Uh, but uh, I thought, honestly, the special teams were going to be a lot better. And with the focus and the emphasis on the defense throughout the course of the offseason, I thought the defensive structure was going to be a lot better. I, uh, what's bothered you about the defensive structure? Well, as I've watched this team play, I feel as though that there are – still too many opportunities in front of the net. I still feel like there are too many uh, there's too much open ice. I feel like there's points where you know like Tory Krug last night too many opportunities where guys are, are overly aggressive in spots and it costs them or not aggressive enough in spots and it has cost them. I think the overall frustration though if I'm being honest is the fact that I thought this was going to be a balanced team offensively and we haven't seen enough offense. So maybe my expectations you know, I, I were un- unrealistic. You know, I, I don't know about my co-host Jamie here, but uh, I don't I don't <laughs> want to be accused I don't I don't want to be accused uh, of from others in this town of being a soft media market not asking the hard-hitting questions here. <laughs> sure. So you know, in all reality, Anthony, what in the world did you expect when you're playing a team like Colorado and it's a first overall pick at center, a 10th overall pick <laughs> on the right wing, a fourth overall pick in your top D pair, a second, fourth overall pick in your second D pair, you know, and, and in, in you're playing with a 20th overall pick at center, a second round pick and, uh, and, and on the right wing there and uh, another second round pick in, in, on the left wing with Pavel Butchnevich and, you know, your top D man this year has been Colton Pareko. He's a third round pick and your goalie's a third round pick. Curbs. Can I be like, some of our texters right now. Oh shit! Yeah, well, listen, you, I'm all you want to you, you role play as much as you want. Okay. Oh yeah, that's music <laughs> to his ears, Curves. I expect perfection every night. I don't care who the opponent oh. is. This team won in 2019. Where's that team? 
<laughs> well, that team is playing for a lot of teams around the National Hockey League right now. Some of that team's still yeah. winning cups. Uh, no, Curbs. Yeah. It, yeah. It, and, all joking aside, yeah. I'm with you. I'm listen. I, I, I all joking aside on that. Uh, I, I'm watching that game last night, and look, there's just a reality here, and and this is a thought I had, and. Uh, I don't know if you guys have had the same one, Jamie and, and Anthony, on this, but like I'm watching the I'm watching the way the Avalanche play, and and they are so well coached uh, with the style of play that Jared Bednar brings, and and he's got two fantastic assistants in Nolan Pratt, and 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 I I did I, I was able to catch up with Ray Bennett for about 15 minutes uh, before the this after the morning skate yesterday. Like Blues fans, in my opinion deserve a chance. Blues fans deserve another superstar. Okay? And, you know, but but to get there, there's going to, there will have to be some pain. You know, now look, does the superstar come in the 10th overall pick uh, in, in a Dalibor Dvorsky? I don't know. We're going to have to wait and see. Does it potentially come in a Jimmy Snug group? Maybe, but we're we're trying to find superstars because the Blues have been so successful for a 15-year period. You're trying to find superstars in the late first round, in the second round. You're, you're, you're hoping that a second round or a third round really come through and 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 take over. And have you seen that? Yes, you do see that from time to time. Do, do you see it? You know, like like uh, you know, uh, Kirill Kaprizov. You know, like, 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 do you see that happen all the time? No, you don't. The question is, is like, like, and, and I'm watching Colorado, and at times, a couple years ago, even when you're looking at four of their top six were their own top ten picks, and the Blues have had one top ten pick since 2008. I just, I, I feel for Blues fans because I want them to see that, but again, there's still enough talent on this team that I don't think that's going to happen, and it's going to come from superior drafting and scouting, and. I think we're still – we saw last night – last night we saw a team that is in transition, which the Blues have been very honest about, playing against a team that is still a championship-caliber window team of winning a Stanley Cup. And that's the reality of last night, I thought. Yeah, I don't disagree at all, Curbs. But if you're, if you're a Blues fan right now and you're listening to exactly what you just said, which was bang on, by the way, how – how do the fans get through this period of time? Because based on what you know, we what we know is that the Blues are going to have to be really, really bad then to acquire some really high picks, or go out and spend a whole bunch of money to try and bring somebody in, or try to create some kind of a trade that probably won't be possible. So it feels like there's no real changing it, and I think that's what people tend to get frustrated with. Well, that's where you're going to have the, that's where you're going to have to buy some time. I thought Joe Vitale last night in our hockey halftime, and and this is really quite fascinating. Go look at the first four and a half to five full years in the league for Nathan McKinnon and compare him to the numbers of Robert Thomas. It's going to open your eyes. It's going to open your eyes. You're going to go, whoa! After five years in the league for Nathan McKinnon. There was talk in Colorado as he was playing in a third line center role sometimes of did we make – is he really worth a first overall pick? And it wasn't until they moved Matt Duchesne out of the way that he really took off. And keep in mind, again, Nathan McKinnon at the time then starts playing center, and he's got Landis Cog on his left side and Ranton on the right. That's two first overall picks and a tenth overall pick, right? 
I, I bring that up because it just it just takes time. And you're talking about Robert Thomas in his sixth full season. You're talking about Jordan Cairo in his fifth full season. But you're also talking about two guys where two of those seasons were marred with COVID, weird stuff. You know, like like there's just part of it. And I think we've seen a stall in some development around the league across the board because of some of this stuff. Um, you know, look at look at Pedersen in his fifth year now with the Vancouver Canucks, right? It it, it just takes some some time and, and patience. And even look, you if you're a blues fan, Jamie, you're gonna be excited to watch what Dvorsky does this season in junior hockey. And I suggest everybody keep an eye on, on, on Snuggerud and, and what he's gonna do in Minnesota. Um, you're looking down in the minors now, and you're just going to watch the continued development of a Zach Dean and a Bullduke. And you have to have some hope that those guys come in and do it. But even when they do, as you've noticed, it's taken a good number of years to rely on Thomas and Cairo, and that's going to happen with these other guys. It's part of a process, but I think what the Blues have done is still giving you a good enough product to be excited about, and, and that can be entertaining enough to come watch. And I know, look, they're, they're one game under 500. They've only played eight games this season. And I want to tell you something. If that power play was going at all, or even if you got just that one timely goal with better execution and puck play, you're probably looking at a team that's five and three and with ten points on the season, sitting third and second in this division. Yeah. I, I actually, I really believe they have that opportunity. Curbs, I appreciate you letting me be the irrational fan for uh, for a couple of minutes, and uh, you hanging with it's, us nonetheless. It's therapeutic. I, yeah. Uh, <laughs> every now and then, I even have to do it, and as Jamie will know, like we, we all kind of sometimes we do it on the road, like in a bar when nobody sees it. Yeah. Well, it's good, but it's good. Though. It means you have expectations. You know, if it's like, oh well, okay, you know. The whole home, then you don't have you don't have expectation. I expect this team to make the playoffs. Now, I'm not well. You know, I don't think they're going to go anything further than that. But I think I think a rebound uh, coming off a non playoff year, I, I do think that this team is good enough talent wise and, and well coached to make the playoffs. But guys, I, I, I really thought they were going to come back and, and potentially and win that game last night. Going into going at, at the end of that second period, I thought you know, and and, and even when it was two nothing halfway through the second. I, I asked Joe. We were talking about turning break. I said, Joe, I like. This game has that feel of a comeback. Mm-hmm. And, and, yes, it didn't happen, but um, I, I just think that, you know, there's two ways of looking at it. Watch the team. Keep your expectations realistic because the Blues have been realistic with how they've told you what their plan is and, and go from that. And in the worst-case scenario is a season drifts away like last year did a little bit and you end up with another high draft pick. And, frankly, in the long term, that's not a bad thing for right now. Yeah. I'm um, just being honest. I mean, I know fans may not want to hear it. Um, hell, management may not want to hear it. Somebody in the front office may not want to hear that. But I think this team has the talent to compete for a wild card spot. If it doesn't happen, I don't have a problem if they get a high enough draft pick to continue the transition process. Very true. Absolutely. Uh, Curbs, have a great rest of your week. We'll be listening tomorrow night as the Blues take on the Devils pregame starting right here on 101 at at, uh, 6 o'clock. Thanks. All right, guys. Have an awesome weekend. You too. Thank you. That's Chris Gerber.